0: Hey, man, Megan. Thanks so much for taking my question. I was hoping you guys could discuss the difference between that overwhelmed feeling of taking on too much versus, versus I'm just being lazy and I just need to like get up and get stuff done. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited, Megan, to dive into this question with you.
1: I know. This is a juicy one.
0: All right, everyone who is new to listening to this series, for the past couple of weeks, we, I launched this series called Well Planned, where I have my good friend, business coach at some point in my life, Megan Flatt, who is an amazing coach to mama CEOs. So it's just really fun that we get to dig into these questions together. But Megan, tell everybody a little bit about you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I'm a business coach and I focus on business growth strategies for female entrepreneurs, but specifically mom entrepreneurs, women who are running thriving businesses while still, you know, maintaining the the home fires, so to speak. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm all about. And we, you know, this is perfect. I love planning. I love post-it notes. I love all things related to planning because I think that that's how, you know, a good plan allows us to be the best mothers we can be, the best, um, the best business owners that we can be, and also to recover from. You know, the thing about planning is. That things don't always go quite as planned, which is what we're going to kind of touch on in in our question today. And so I think actually um, planning actually allows you to be flexible and roll with the punches and deal with different things as they come up. So that's why I'm loving these questions and loving talking to you about them.
0: Oh my God, I can't wait till one of the answers really involves a lot of post-its. I have to say, (laughs) I'm looking forward to that answer myself.
1: I might have to seed a question, right? (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) So today's question was from Maggie, which she didn't leave her name, but she told me I could use it. And I just wanted to add to that question that she also is a mom of four small kids and she has one side business that she does with her husband and she's trying to start another one right now. So that's just kind of like a little background to, to what's behind the question as well. Yeah. All right. You want to take on something
1: first? Oh, goodness. Okay. So I loved, I mean, I just love her question because I think we all have I mean obviously we've all felt overwhelmed before. I I feel overwhelmed, you know, it's like not like I'm immune to it just because I've got some techniques to kind of deal with it. In fact, the the reason I have techniques to deal with my own overwhelm is because I get overwhelmed. So I thought her question was um, was just so spot on and really differentiate differentiating between, you know, how do I know if this is if this is too much? Um, or how do I know if I just need to like have, you know, cause I hear my clients say, well, if I were better at time management or if I were more productive, so when do we know that it's that? And then the other thing. So the first thing, um, you know, is just trusting, trusting your intuition and just literally sitting with it for a minute and just asking yourself, is this a situation where I need to, um, you know, kind of get my act together and put a plan in place and Take, take action? Or am I overwhelmed because I just have too much going on? And I learned a really great tool. I mean, lots of people use this tool, but I learned it from my friend, Jess Ryan, who is an intuitive and a, and a body worker and, and um, an amazing just coach and mentor to me. And she talks about this concept of body compassing, where you actually take situations where, you know, situations that have happened in your past that have been positive and negative. And so you sit a minute and you kind of put yourself back and I'm not doing this, the justice that she would describe (laughs) it as, but, but you sit for a minute and you kind of put yourself back in like, Oh, I was feeling when I was feeling really good and this amazing thing happened. I was so happy. Maybe it was a time that you were out with your kids, or maybe it was a really cool thing that happened in your business. And you literally sit and check in with how that feels in your body. Do you see certain colors of light? Do you feel, you know, tingling in your, in your fingers or in your ears or like whatever, whatever, how it feels when something really positive happened. And then you do the same thing for when something was really negative or really stressful and then how does that feel like for me i tend to see kind of darker colors or you know i get that i get a little kind of twinge in my throat when i think back on kind of a situation that was negative or that didn't turn out the way I, i had kind of hoped it would then once you have that's your body compass then you can take these situations and you can say, okay, I'm feeling really overwhelmed because I've got this, this, and this to do, and you can kind of body compass it. And if you get those positive feelings, you can say, okay, I'm just nervous because overwhelm can come because we're nervous or we're scared or we're, um, you know, we're feeling a little unsure of ourselves. And so then that kind of manifests as overwhelm. But maybe it's like for, in Maggie's case, maybe it's she's starting this amazing new business. So she might be feeling overwhelmed, but it's really a positive. She's really feeling it in her body as a positive thing or she might start to think about all the different things she has to do. And she feels that again, for me, it's like a tightness in my throat or kind of a, like my shoulders are curling in. And so that's the first place that I would start. And then I'll um, we'll switch back and forth. I've got some other. I ones that
0: love go. that strategy because I feel like so often we're told to check our gut. I tell people it all the time, but I love that there's a way to check your gut based on past behavior. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome.
1: That's a great one. I love that tool and I use it all the time for all sorts of situations.
0: Okay. So I'm going to take us back even one step because I just want to put out there that no mom, whether you have a business or not, or whether you're working or not is lazy. Like I do not think that there is a late, it's impossible to be a lazy mom. Like we do so much. And so I just want to take that word out of the equation. Like I think it's, there's definitely a question of whether you're doing, whether you're supposed to do something or not do something, but I never want anyone to feel lazy because whether we're moving forward in our work or not, like we're not lazy. We're taking care oh of people.
1: Yeah. It's so funny that you say that because I'm actually looking at my notes and I kind of like, I wrote down what she said and then underneath it, I put, it's not necessarily being lazy. It's that maybe you don't have a system in place, Right. you know? so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I
0: just want to acknowledge there's no yeah, good, point. <laughs> <really> good point. <laughs> and that you know that that there's a chance that maybe it's a good time or a bad time, and and within that, like for me, it's like what's going on right now. You know, maybe children are still home. Maybe there's like a window at that everyone's out of the house. So and like, how can you use that time? But it's it's like. I, I think that Maggie has two kids at home. So it's like in that life is full and there's ways to make, there's ways to have systems and make time to start something new for sure. Um, but I just don't think there's laziness in that. So, so I think we're going to dive into some, I know you're going to have some good ideas for systems to move forward in the next thing, but I just want to put that out there that no one's lazy. <laughs> no mom yeah. is lazy.
1: Yeah. There are lazy people, but not Isn't mom. that such a way that we like criticize ourselves? and yeah. You know, and we're always saying like, you know, if something's not working quite right or we're, we're not doing the thing that we kind of thought we were going to do, it's instantly our, you know, Oh, I'm like I said, I like, Oh, I'm not productive enough or, Oh, I'm being lazy or, Oh, I'm not good at time management. I hear that from my clients all the time. Like, Oh, I'm just not good at time management. Like, no, you have 4 million things going going on. on. Like, yeah, Yeah, it's a lot. So
0: it has to be purposeful if it's going to happen for sure.
1: Yeah. 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 Such a good point. I'm so glad you brought that up.
0: Okay. So what's your
1: next one? Um, Okay. So my next one kind of stemmed from, I I kind of discovered this accidentally with a client and now it's become one of kind of my mantras is um, to know your stress triggers. And so in this we could swap out stress triggers for overwhelm triggers. Mm -hmm. So um, kind of when you're in a space, But you know how they always tell you like not to like, you know, if you have to have a serious conversation with your spouse, like don't do it when you're in the middle of an argument about it, kind of come back when you're, you know, when you're level headed. And it's kind of the same thing for ourselves. Like when you're not feeling totally overwhelmed or you're not feeling totally stressed out, start to try to think logically about what causes my anxiety, or what causes my stress, or what causes my overwhelm? Like, what are the situations? Like, and and again, you can kind of think like, okay, I felt really overwhelmed last week. You know, last Thursday, I felt really overwhelmed. What was happening? You know, had I gotten a good night's sleep? Was I, was I eating well? Um, did I get an upsetting email? Did I have a whole bunch of due dates? Like, kind of checking in with like, okay, what are the things that cause my stress or my overwhelm? And what I found, you know, I've talked on the last um couple of episodes about brain dumps and so what i found and this is what i what i was saying is that i found this with um accidentally with a client once is that i find that my stress trigger is when I don't know or don't think I know all of the things that need to happen. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, I actually don't get stressed out by a long to-do list. I get more stressed out when I'm afraid that I've forgotten something or when I'm thinking about a lot of things in my head or I have things scattered around. I've got an email, I've got a note section in my phone and I'm feeling kind of scattered. And so for me, knowing that my stress trigger is, um, not knowing what all of the pieces are, a big brain dump works really well for me. But a brain dump isn't a good solution for everyone. And what, I, what I've what i found in w- working with my clients is that some people are, their stress trigger is when that to-do list is too long. And, or maybe your stress trigger is when you don't have um, enough block, like a, a large enough block of time in the day. Or maybe your stress trigger is, when you haven't exercised or maybe your stress trigger is when you haven't been eating well or haven't been getting enough sleep. But if we can kind of identify these triggers, then when we're in that emotional response of overwhelm, we can take a little pause and say, okay, did I get a good night's sleep last night? Or, you know, did I stay up too late? Or, you know, did I have caffeine too late? Or like whatever the stress trigger is. And then we, and then we know how to proceed forward. So now when I get into those kind of overwhelm, kind of spinny moments I say, okay, you know what I need to do? I need to get out a big blank piece of paper or I need to get out my stack of post-it notes and I need to brainstorm out all of my things. But for someone else, if the, if the super long to-do list is, is the stress trigger, then putting the to-do list away and just getting out a post-it note or just thinking, okay, what are the three most important things that I do today? And then focusing on that. So I think it's being able to really identify what your stress triggers are when you're not stressed or when you're not overwhelmed and then, and then be able to come back to it. Because then I think that's when you can tell um, if, you know, if it's a productivity thing or if it's a, am I doing too much? When you can really identify, you can kind of take the, the emotion out of it a little bit and focus just on the actual events that need to happen or tasks that need to happen.
0: Yeah, I love that, and that actually dovetails perfectly into mine. But before I do that, I need to respond to the mind dump because I am a person who gets overwhelmed by the long to do list. But doing a mind dump is hugely therapeutic to me. Like I still need that step; I just have to put it away, and then I take it out every day and pick my three things. Right. The the dump is really important. It just can't become my to do list. If that makes sense. So I actually think that's a great tool for almost anyone. Although if it's your stress trigger don't do it but
1: right <laughs> but, but that's the that. thing it's like yeah stepping back and saying okay this is what stresses me out so then what do i need to do to you know work with that or work around it or avoid yeah. it or whatever the situation and
0: so on a similar line maybe it's cuz it's my my stress trigger but one of the things that i find um brings both myself and i've seen this happen to many clients get stressed by a to-do list is not understanding what the end goal is mm. so like if, if you're just wanting to start something and you're not sure what, and you, but you have this whole to-do list against the, I don't know what I find that that can be really like, I feel like that's almost your body's response to the overwhelm because you actually are overwhelmed because you don't exactly know what you're moving toward. Um, and sometimes, I think that we mistake, I, I, it's funny, I really picked up on the word lazy, but sometimes I think we think we're being lazy when actually what we're doing is taking space to figure out what the end goal is. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, you know, if Maggie, if you're not exactly sure what your end goal is, then, you know, lying on the couch, reading a book, going on a walk, like things that you might be including as lazy in your head. Maybe or just the space you need to know what the end goal is so you know exactly what you're supposed to do in order to have it. But I do find, like, that, you know, we talked, Meg and I talked all about why we love 90-day plans. And once you have a list of actionable things that's moving towards some end goal, I find I feel... much less like I'm taking on too much and much less like I'm lazy, even if I'm having a day where I do a lot or I don't do anything because Mm -hmm. I know that the rest can happen. Like I feel like once I have that list, I can take a Sunday and be totally lazy because I know that on Monday, I, I know what I need to do. But a lot of times when I have this endless list that's not mapped to something specifically, Sunday feels lazy because... I don't feel like I I'm allowed to take that time off because I'm not certain about what's next. So.
1: Oh my gosh. And you just, and I think it's just, it's built into our society. It's built into motherhood that we, that we have to be busy and getting all the things done all the time, especially if you're a business owner as well. Or, I mean, I mean, not even, especially if you're yeah. a business owner, just we're, we're built into like, Oh my gosh, I've got to be doing something. I've got to be doing something. And yeah, yeah. So I think I love that. Great. I'm good. You got another one? Okay. I have one, I have one more that yeah, is. Me too. it's okay, good. I've got one more and this, and I, because I just love this analogy too, but I'll share the analogy in a minute. So first of all, um, when <laughs> like kind of back to you saying no moms are lazy, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say that, you know, when you're saying, are you feeling overwhelmed? How do you know if it's because you have too much going on? I'm going to go ahead and say, you got too much going on. Because I think all of us moms, all of us business owners, probably all people in general, but definitely moms. Yeah. You know what? You probably are too busy. You probably have too much going on. And it's such a like, oh, darn, that was not what I wanted to hear. I think especially when people come to me and they really want, they they think like, oh, I'm going to go to Megan and she's going to tell me how to get it all done. She's going to tell me how to fit it all in. And the first thing that I'm going to tell you is you know, my mantra of do less better like Mm -hmm. do less better. And it is so hard for me. And I still struggle with it because we've got great ideas and we've got, and we get really excited about them. But I think that you really, and this really ties into what you were saying about like that end result, like we really need to get, you know, really focused and really kind of vicious with our ideas and what is the end result and is, and not just what is the end result of this project, but what's the end result? Like what's the life I want to lead? You know, do I want to have time on Sunday to, you know, to read a book or do these other things? And, and then that is probably going to result in you realizing, okay, with, if I'm trying to do all of these things, that's, you know, I'm not going to get to that end goal. And even if it is, okay, I want to sell this product or I want to do this service. If you're also doing all of these other things, can you even be doing that well? And I heard this analogy the other day and I am obsessed with it. I've shared it so many times the other day, but, but um, it was actually a client of mine that shared it with me. And she said, if you think about a freeway, when, when is not the fastest time to drive on the freeway? <laughs> Right. right. It's when there's too many cars on the freeway. So adding more things does not get you to your destination faster, you know? And, and so I love that. I, isn't that a great analogy? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, obviously. So, you know, the freeway you get to your destination the most quickly, is that the right word? You get there, you know, <laughs> quickest. you get there quickest, um, when there's less things on in your the, way in, in your way yeah. and so i think that that is just such a good reminder and i mean i like went crazy with that analogy we can also think about like task switching think about the like kind of the annoying people that slow you down and cause accidents on the freeway are the ones that are like switching lanes a million times mm-hmm. right get on the freeway pick your destination pick your result just like you just said get on the freeway and drive straight to that result don't switch lanes a bunch of times don't, you know, don't pack the freeway with a million other cars. And I think that's where you actually, and, and I think then you build momentum, you you start having accomplishments and the accomplishments build momentum. And so I know okay. that's like the worst advice from a time no, management.
0: I, I, but, but tell <laughs> us, tell us how to do that with post-its. That was a post-it cue. <laughs> okay. So um, she has an idea, somebody, yeah. you know, the, the listener has an idea and and it's feeling overwhelming. Like, so I feel like part of this is knowing what you're heading toward. Like, I feel like we keep coming back to
1: that. So it's 100% start, start with the results that you want. And this is the advice that I give, um, that I give my clients all the time. And, and you, you need to do it twofold. So we kind of both have alluded to it, but you have this idea and then you, so you need to think, okay, what is the end result of this idea like, what is the idea's end result? Does this culmination in, you know, does this culminate in generating revenue? Does this culminate in me volunteering, you know, this, like this, um, getting 500 volunteers in my community? Like, does this culminate in a new library, you know, for my kids, like whatever, like what's the end result of this project? And then also what's the end result for you, for your business or for your family or for your, you know, for your you know, system? Um, mm-hmm then you do you do that big brain dump you grab your post it notes you write one idea per post it note you brainstorm them all out then you can start to organize them but you but you're organizing them all under what's this end result and what needs to happen to get me to that end result so you might take your end result and break it down into you know three kind of sub topics and then you can start to organize those post it notes under your sub topics and then there's going to be post it notes that don't fit and yep. That's what you want. Like, you want, like, ah, I don't know if this one, this, you know, I don't know if this one gets me to that end result or if this one gets me to the way I want to feel or the way I want to show up for my family. And so then you can start to segment them off to the side.
0: Yeah, because that was actually going to be my next point was to make sure you know how you want to feel as well as you know what you're not moving toward and up from overwhelm. So a lot of times I think the thing we're overwhelmed is about is project based, whether that be a work project or our kids mm-hmm. school or something we've volunteered for. But I feel like over those kind of overwhelms are usually some project we're working on or yeah. even, even if we call our family a project. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, exactly. But how we want to feel um, is really important in that because we can map it against, and very often the things that we think we have to say yes to, or we think we're supposed to do to get some project move forward, go directly against how we want to feel, and then we sort of get in this, you know, instead of listening to our gut and saying no to that thing and it opening up the next thing, we feel like we're being lazy or un, you know, unproductive yes. or whatever totally. that word is. But it's really our gut, our intuition, whatever you want to call it. Saying that's not the right thing, you know, like you saying yes to volunteer for this fair at your kid's school is not, you know, if you, how you want to feel is closer to your child in this season and get some work project done. And that project is with all the parents.
1: Right. takes you away from you away
0: from your kids and away from your work. So maybe this isn't the season to say yes to that, where there might be another time when you're doing some project where you need parents. And so saying yes to that, actually brings you closer to people who you want to get close to. So it really depends on like how you want to feel and what you're moving towards and how those two things go together. Right.
1: Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And I love that. And I think that's where, like you said, you remove kind of, if you can get clear on that, it removes that guilt. It removes that, well, I should be volunteering in my kid's classroom or I should be, you know, I should be more politically active or I should be, oh gosh, I just saw another business owner on Facebook that is launching this thing. I should launch that thing it's so easy, especially with social media, especially, you know, it's so easy to be bombarded with those messages. Like I should be doing this. I should be doing that. We should go, we should, you know, be going apple picking. We should be doing this. (laughs) But like if you, but if you can step back and say, okay, here's how I want to feel, you know, and, and then, and then you track your, your tasks and your projects to that.
0: And so often, like, things come up, like, right now, everyone has the sniffles. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you have a parent who's aging or sick, or you're recovering from something. Like, Mm -hmm. all these things play into it, and then, you know, we feel like we're not doing enough or being enough or whatever when actually we're trying to, you know, do something that we have to do for how we feel or because we want to feel good ourselves, you know, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it's not the fun, like you know we kind of had to do it yesterday within my own family and i felt so guilty and i even backtracked on it when cuz i kind of said to my husband we didn't we didn't have anything planned on sunday and i said we're we're pretty good on the weekends about going apple picking or trying to really do something as a family and you know i just kind of said i'm like can we just can we just stay home can we just like i had some errands that i wanted to run we ended up cleaning out the pantry like and it's like not like the fun day and even about you know like You know, we said that, and then it was about seven o'clock in the morning. I was like, "Well, maybe we should do this, or maybe we should go do this." And then we just, by the end of the day, it was like, "Oh my gosh, it was so nice that we just we finally got our camping gear put away that was had was still in the backyard from the summer, and you know, just got (laughs) some of those things taken care of." And when you have that clear project or that clear how you want to feel, because we both said we want to feel, we just want to be able to go into this week feeling like we're organized. organized. Yeah, Yeah. I love
0: that. yeah. That's so good. All right. And then, so the only other one thought I had was I really did focus on the lazy part, <laughs> but, but uh, I feel like there's self care stuff that we take for granted. And I, mm-hmm. I know so many of us struggle with cause I teach it and I still struggle with it, <laughs> but yeah. those are like the basic things like sleep, hydration, food, and exercise And so I feel like if there's ever a moment where either you feel like you're taking on too much or you're feeling lazy, like what, how are those things? Like check in with those things Absolutely. that's sort of like basic self care. And when those things are taken care of, I feel like sometimes it can make the too much feel more manageable and it can Mm -hmm. make... The not enough, just more productive in itself,
1: absolutely um, and I thought of one more thing if we've got if we've yeah. got time, I thought yeah, of one of more thing when we were talking um, and this is not this is not meant to like discredit the feeling of overwhelm because the feeling of overwhelm is super real, like i said i I have it um, but I also think it's really interesting like our our habits or kind of our mindset around around different um feelings and around different emotions. And I think that a lot of time management, just like we spend a lot of time with like kind of money mindset, you know, that's kind of a big buzz kind of topic. But I think that there's also a mindset around time and, mm-hmm. and oh, we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. But there's this whole, um, you know, movement or industry around money mindset about like, oh, be thinking, you know, thinking abundant and you have all, you, you have enough money, blah, 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 all this, things. And so I think that comes up with time management too. And, and sometimes I think that that feeling of overwhelm is also a habit that we've created. And I know sometimes I've found myself starting to feel really overwhelmed and then stopping and, and, and wait, do I really feel overwhelmed right now? Or am I just so used to feeling overwhelmed that it's my default reaction, you know? And, and, and so I think that's something to think about. I had an experience recently with sleep. I was really concerned about, I didn't feel like I was sleeping well and I was really, I would wake up early, you know, I'd wake up at like four 30 or five and I would be so frustrated that I woke up so early and I'd be like, just fall back asleep, fall back asleep. You need more sleep. You need more sleep. And I would, and then I would start tossing and turning and I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're going to be exhausted when you have, when you have to get up at six and, ah, and actually a friend said to me last week that she had started just, she would wake up at four 30 or five and she would just get out of bed and start her day. And I started thinking about it because I go to bed early. I love going to bed early. And so yeah. I started thinking about it. I'm like, wait, what if when I wake up at four 30 or five, that's, that's because that's all the sleep I needed. Right. And I'll tell you what, it's been one week, but I've been doing that. I've just been like, Hey, when I wake up, I kind of check in with myself and I'm like, Hey, am I done sleeping? Yeah. I think I'm done sleeping. And I get up. And then you are time say, to yourself. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's been amazing. But And then there's been other mornings where I say, no, I don't think, I think I'm going to go back to sleep. And I fall back asleep because I'm not so stressed about it. Yeah. But I had turned it into a total habit of being stressed about my sleep. Oh, and then I would tell my, oh, I'm not sleeping well. I'm not sleeping well. Well, but I'm sleeping seven hours a night, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that might be all I need. And so I think with the overwhelm, it's like the same thing. Like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Are you? Right. Or do you just well, have a lot going on?
0: Yeah, no, I love that. And it's funny because I've shifted, I've tried to shift. I feel like it the response of how are you, I'm busy, well, right. is so prevalent. And it almost, it's like, okay, but wait, what's the other response? Like, it is actually like, are you busy or are you lazy? You know, like it's kind of right. like it's this weird judgment that's out there. So it's so important to check in on yourself. I'm still working on the perfect answer for that because yeah, I'm too. not lazy, but I'm not busy because I my life is full. I, that's what I sometimes say. But like, yeah. on pur- like I try to make it on purpose, Purposeful. right? On a regular base, basis, like that I'm actually filling my days with things I want to do, which sometimes means I'm Doing a lot and talking to a lot of people. And sometimes it means that I'm reading a book because that's what needs to happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And And so I think, yeah, I think that if we, with all of these different questions, if we pull that like mindset piece and like, what do we believe about this? What are we, what are we, what's our, what's our brain telling us? You know, like Maggie, I mean, just to circle back around, it was the perfect example. Maggie's brain is telling her that she's either overwhelmed or she's lazy. Like yes. those are her two, two options. Two choices,
0: right? Which what if
1: there's a, what if there's a middle choice?
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, cuz there's got to be. <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> for life to be
0: fulfilling and fun, there's must be a middle choice. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's a perfect perfect ending, Maggie. I hope that we answered your question. And I'm super excited for more questions. If you guys go to plansimplemeals.com/ask you will get prompted to record your question and we'll try to answer it. We we know that we're committed to like 10 questions. So get your question in quicker rather than later. Um, and we'll be here for the next few Mondays answering these questions, which is super fun.
1: Yay. I know. I can't wait to hear the next question.
0: I know. It's fun. All right, you guys. Thanks. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Mm. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple podcast. Bye for now.